John Boy and Jake Radio. It's Wednesday, January 9th. We got a little share. Turn back time. July 1st, 1989. Off the album Heart of Stone. Birth year, Jake. Share. Turn back time. Turn back time to our birth year. It would be 1989. Good morning. How you doing? Good morning. Welcome to John Boy and Jake Radio. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'd, think I'd be a big share fan if that was back in my day. Yeah, I was doing some digging on Cher because um, I've never been a Cher fan. Right. I, I like of her. I like her songs. Obviously, it's if you act like you don't like her top hits, you're kind of being a liar because they're top hits. But she's kind of intimidating. I guess she's always naked and in fishnets, and I'm like, that's too, it's too much for me to handle, and I don't even understand how you're allowed to do that. Yeah, that's kind of my. And niche. I was reading. That's my niche area. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's a good point. I was reading her Wikipedia, and uh, she has won a Grammy Award, an Emmy Award, an Academy Award, three Golden Globes Award, um, and a bunch of others that I don't really care about. But th- she's, like, very versatile. Oh, yeah. Shares, shares all time. I, th- I think we, yeah. we caught Cher at a weird point where she was, like, by the time our, our brains were functioning and, I don't know, post-puberty... Like Cher had just kind of fallen down the cliff, but she was still trying to be sexy, and it was kind of weird. And we obviously didn't yeah. know the body of work. Um, but yeah, yeah, it says it calls that time from two thousand two thousand nine on Wikipedia touring success, retirement, and Vegas residency. So Vegas residency kind of like retirement home for for artists, right? So yeah, but but she started in uh, nineteen forty six is when she started living. That's when she was born. It's insane. Don't want to end up like that Sonny Bobo. Yeah. What's that Eminem lyric? Sonny Bobo's hitting some trees. That's probably something like that. Yeah. It's something, something very similar like that. I used to know that whole song by heart. (coughs) My apologies. Um, I read that Sonny and Cher weren't popular in America. So their, their artists said you got to go to London and the London people will like you, and then Americans will find out London likes you, and then they'll like you, which they do for a lot of artists. Sure. And they went, and the first nightclub they went to in London, they were dressed all crazy, like she dresses. That, like I say, I don't understand. And they got kicked out, and it it made newspapers. And then right then, boom, they were stars just because they got kicked out. People were intrigued. Ain't that it? Sunny and Cher, just Cher. Her real name is Sherilyn. I thought Cher was kind of like a Madonna situation, like mm. she just a completely new name. That she took on. I didn't realize that her name Sherilyn Cher makes a lot of sense. Yeah, Cher Cher was the right play there. Sherilyn would have had a different career. Yeah, she actually went by Cleo before they changed her names to Sunny Cher. Like in high school, she was her nickname was Cleo. Sure, I Miss mean, is Cleo that just straight wiki? Yeah. Oh, yeah, everything's straight wiki. I mean, that could be that could be someone saying like my nickname in high school was Doritos. And the freshman baseball it's coach true. called me that once. Yeah. Well, it's true. Well, that, we got to go by what we go by. It says that Sonny and Cher, they went by Caesar and Cleo. And then they changed their names and called themselves um, Sonny and Cher when they wanted to do better. All right. So, yeah, maybe it was just maybe she tried to get a stage name and it was Cleo and then she was like let's just go back to our regular names maybe the whole Sherilyn thing yeah yeah Cher 
a Lynn. Pretty good because it does it does give off that vibe of like this is a stage name, but then no, nah, it's just her nickname. Right, works out when a stage name works out. That's a pretty rewarding feeling as as the fan. I've never met a share in my day to day, so I didn't know it was like just a common nickname. I mean, have you met Cheryl's? Mm, I feel like an old old ladies. I've had to meet a Cheryl before. Yeah, I know. I know a few Cheryls. I think that's oh, the same thing. I think Cheryl Lynn well, has evolved into Cheryl. And it's a Cheryl. Sarkeesian. Excuse me? Sarkeesian. It's her last name. Not bad. Known as the goddess of pop. Wow. Goddess of pop. What are you the goddess of? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Jake was fighting his computer earlier today. I, I don't know if he can hear me right now. You back? I'm back now. I just nice. heard you say Sarkeesian three times, and it froze up. So some genie oh, stuff. I Watch won't ever do it that. again. Yeah, I will never do it again. How you doing? Why were you Besides, saying Sarkeesian? Uh, I still don't know. That's her last name. Oh, how about that? Like, yeah, like, that's her last like name. Like the offensive coordinator. <clears throat> yeah. I wonder if they're related. How you doing today? How was your rest of your day oh, yesterday? Oh, so bad. It was Tuesday, man. Tuesday Tuesday pulled a rope-a-dope of the century. Um, incredible stuff. Incredible stuff. Um, as you've seen this morning, uh, my computer is acting like I was downloading pictures of Serena Williams from LimeWire again. And uh, the dog wasn't taken out this morning. Girlfriend's so miserable. She's day... day Day two, Tuesday, on the, her week-long event or whatever, and she's miserable, like, just so emotional, um, just uh, absolutely breaking down, woke up, like, in tears, which woke me up. Nobody slept last night. Nobody slept last night. Nobody slept last night. Sarkeesian, Sarkeesian, Sarkeesian. Oh, don't mess with the computer. Katie didn't sleep last night either. Yeah. Yeah, it was Tuesday night's sleep. I slept. Pretty good. Tuesday rope doped everyone. Was your actual Tuesday bad, or are you just blaming this went bad Wednesday on Tuesday? Oh, no, no, no. Wednesday's fantastic. It was Tuesday night's sleep. There's no art. There's no debate there. What about your computer? That seems like a Wednesday thing. Oh, no. It's, it's, a, it's hung over. It didn't, it didn't get any rest last night. <laughs> it also didn't get Tuesday night's sleep. Oh. Katie threw her back out. She throws her back out like once a year. And uh, I think I talked about this once. I had to go to the chiropractor with her, mm. which I might have to do later today. And it was like, holy shit, I just watched this man beat up my girlfriend. Yeah. Like, sque- like squeezed her to death. Like all her bones mushed together and then somehow fell back into place in a better way. Right. Yep. That's what he did. I was like, I, I don't know if I can handle this. Steph used Nothing to Nothing I can bunch. do. I can't be like, hey, doc, stop kicking the shit out of my girlfriend he's like oh, it's my job it's his job that's what he gets paid to do i went to the chiropractor a couple weeks ago i walked in because of my elbow you saw it right the, did i tell the people this i don't you didn't there yeah, was I never did. a I think follow-up talk- no oh i walked in and i was like hey how much how much is uh out of pocket thing right she's like you don't have insurance i said no 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 i quit my job and started my own company and and we're living off scraps right now to to get it going she's like oh i didn't need all that information and then she told me a price and i was like 
that's not worth trying to get my elbow fixed. Because I can't even, I don't even know if, I need a guarantee he's going to fix yeah, it. Yeah, I don't think, like, uh, elbow and chiropractor, that, that doesn't jive in my head. Well, no, he does it. I, she, she said, like, yeah, he works on elbows a lot. It's bones and shit. Um, but I, and I tried to Google ways to crack it. I don't know. It hasn't been bothering me that much lately. So that's good. It's good. But chiropractor, I hear, is one of those things you go once, and then you have to keep going and going and going. So, Yeah, it's like good thing, bad thing. Yeah, like drugs. Uh, kind of. Yeah. Chiropractor. Meth. You'd have to talk to your boy Chucky B about that. Hit me in the face with a fastball once. He's a chiropractor now. Yeah. What's up, Chuck? No way Chuck listens. Anyway, uh, so my day yesterday was boring, man. I did nothing. Okay. Very miserable. Tuesday, yeah. I got a lot of work done, I guess, because Luke didn't come over and hang out at night. Uh, So I got a lot of work done, but... There's like a, it hits me like when Katie works nights and I've been home alone all day. Right. And I'm getting work done, which I enjoy. I'm just sitting here and I started doing some research for Last from the Past. I have some episodes. I was reading books. I was watching St. John's. I was ma- trying. I was gonna try and find a game to make gifts of. I was working on some other behind the scenes stuff. And then like it just hits me and I just get so like. I guess lonely is the word for it. Mm. I'm just like Katie, are you coming home? Like I just need a human in the house with me yeah. right now. Yeah, what's you, going on? When you when all you interact with are dog and like four different electronic screens all day, yeah. It's, it's pretty yeah. brutal. So like we hit it hit like 10 p.m. and I was just like this this is brutal. Yeah. And Katie came home and then we just went to sleep. So that was fun. She didn't sleep. Her back hurts. I slept. Right. Right. Right, right, right. Right as rain. You ready to go with some sports? I think so. Here we go. Tri-State update. Ohio State, Ohio State star and the first QB who will probably be drafted, Dwayne Haskins, tweeted a pic of him in a Giants jersey and said, don't let me go back to the crib. Mike McCarthy is only considering the Jets head coaching job. Interesting. Kind of good for the Jets. Ex-Jets head coach Todd Bowles already has a new job as he lands with the Buccaneers. St. John's goes down to the reigning champs Villanova. So sorry, Albert. The Knicks were down at halftime 61-49 to as I wrote this update before I went to sleep last night. And hopefully Jake can fill us in. The Islanders, Devils, and Rangers all lost. Losing night for hockey in the Tri-State. And that is about it. Tri-State loser. Tri-State losers, yeah. Did the Knicks lose? Did they end up losing? There's no winning, no wins on here. Mike McCarthy only considering the Jets head coaching job. I think that's a win for Jets fans. Maybe. Is he a good coach? Could be. Young quarterback. He's done it before. (laughs) One of the best quarterbacks to ever do it. I don't know. I don't know if it's a good thing. I think it's... If you're the Jets, it's one of those good things because at least you know it won't be a total clown show because he's coached before. 
Um, and if he's that's where perfect, your expectations a, are at, that's also tough. He does bring a, he brings a professional element to the organization, which right. which sometimes the Jets kind of have hard time doing. Like, uh, what's the guy that I said would be fun because he'd be fun for stories? Gacy is that how you say it? Gase, Gase. Adam Gase, Adam Gase. Um, I see all the Jets fans saying, "Please not Gase, please not Gase." And they're saying that for the same exact reason I said, yeah, bring me Gase, because he'd be entertaining and a clown show. And I think McCarthy would help the Jets go back to not clown show. Land. Well, Gase has coached a team before. I mean, he was the Dolphins head coach. Um, yeah, but he was he was doing power stances at the uh, press conferences and doing all these like crazy terms. Oh, yeah. I mean, give, give us that all day, and that's obvious. Um, yeah, our... Uh, our Knicks, and I, you know, and we'll we'll talk about our new gambling segment, which has 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 created a little bit of a situation. Uh, the <laughs> Off Knicks, to a rough start. <laughs> the Knicks were the biggest underdog uh, of the year last night in the NBA. They were minus seventeen to Golden State. Uh, oh wow! Then ended up losing by twenty-seven. So nice. Nice, um, nice. Which I, I should should have made cover. that my bet of the day, but I I when you know a good one's coming, you gotta you gotta wait for it. Jake made his bet of the day a game that wasn't being played that day, which is an interesting way to start off the bet of the day. I segment. wanted to pick like an obnoxious AAC game, and the games that came up were South Florida, who I like them too, um, and then the Temple SMU game. And yeah, man, Jim, I, I, I don't know, I don't know if we're gonna wind down with bet of the day segment, but I might have to change, because now the line has moved. I don't know if it's the bet of the day anymore. What's the line to? Uh, it's like Temple minus one. People are starting to like Temple a little too much for my liking. <laughs> Let's. Uh, I like the bet of the day segment. We had some people that said they were excited for it, like, oh, this is gonna be fun for the g- degenerate of me. Our friend Matt said, give me all of Jake's bets. I feel like I want to put a running tally on the whiteboard yeah. behind me. Uh, so like, there's a lot of fun. We just need to make sure that the games you're talking about are happening that day. Because last night, like I said, I was lonely. Right. And I was sitting around. All, uh, I watched St. John's so we could talk a little bit about St. John's for Albert. I'm, I was going to gif it for him right. if they had a major comeback, but they didn't. Um, and then I was like, all right, give me this Houston Temple game. Right. Scoured the Reddit streams and the internet. And my TV guide, and it was on tomorrow. I texted you. I was like, "What the hell, man?" Yeah, it's now right now. It's Houston minus one. It's just like basically straight pick them, and I'm just losing confidence in Temple by the moment. I I might bail. I don't know yet. I think you have. It's a new line. So I mean, I think the changing of the line allows you to bail legally. I mean, yeah, those two points were huge. We'll uh, we'll see. We'll see when we get to the bet of the day segment. What did you uh? What did you think about your St. Johnny's, Jim? Uh, I had the game on in the background for most of the time. And then they kind of just made some key mistakes t- towards the end. Couldn't shoot. I mean, Villanova's good. Reigning champs, I guess. New team. Unranked. My, my biggest thing is Jay Wright. He looks like a detective. He looks like um, Looney Tunes movie, right? Okay. Like, he looks like the human detective that's in a Looney Tunes movie. Ooh, like they, if they did another Roger Rabbit. Like he'd be, yeah, he'd be. That's in the what Jay, 
Yes, that's what Jay Wright looks like. Like, how can a human look that slimy and, like, smart but slimy? Right. No. And in, then also, like, a cartoon version of a smart, slimy-looking dude. Note it is, he's, he's recently crossed from the hot to just old barrier. Like, he was doing the... He was doing the nice suits, you know, handsome, taller, older men. And recently, like, a couple couple liver spots have kicked in. Now it's just like, oh, Jay, Jay you're looking, you're looking kind of old. And you're right. The suit's a little too big for him. It's a little, um, it's, it's a little detective-y. Yeah, if they do Roger Rabbit, I, I could see him having a cameo. Yeah. Yeah, it was weirding me out. I was like, oh. <laughs> he's weird looking man I think he's like Cause he's a, I don't know what he is Ethnicity wise But he's got Complexion Like a darker skin And stuff Right And it's starting to like Get real dark around his eyes Like looks like he's been A detective for years Well no he's seen some shit And I, I It's funny I, I think if you watched A couple we'll, we'll get you on the next Villanova game The announcers still treat it Like he's still hot Jay Wright So they'll be like Oh man it, just like two lines a game, there'll be like, uh, you know, oh, and how how good's he look in that that pinstripe suit? And you're just like, I, <laughs> like five years ago, yeah, I think now it's kind of worn him down. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I have a. Uh, I wanted to show you this clip. Are you ha- are you looking at me? Like half, yeah. I I just made the mistake of trying to click something on my shark infested computer, but yeah, you're you're here now. Okay, so you can see this. Yeah, and anyone watching live can see this. Like, this is what I was watching when I realized he looked like a Looney Tunes detective who's gonna like talk some smack to some cartoon animals yeah i think it, that guy it might be that big is that a liver spot under the his right eye <laughs> i don't know i think that might be the new thing because dude look at that look at that picture on on the right of your screen i think down one. one yeah handsome guy i mean that's good handsome radio. like early 50s ceo um maybe yeah. late 40s now he's looking he's looking a little too old all that winning. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, Well. thanks to anyone watching live, because that segment probably sucked for just the podcast listeners. That's tough. Uh, someone said a liver spot? Question mark. But I was with you. You know what I'm saying? It's like an old person, Mark. Yo, yeah. Bruises. Freckles become like thousand, thousand spots too big it's crazy i mean do you know what the term we, liver what? spot i i yeah i recognize it but you're lumping but it in with other I'm, terms that i don't lump with liver spots yeah age, age spots liver spots you're, yeah. you nailed it man okay congrats to you congrats i was trying to, to help you. out our live viewer i'm trying to help the fans man <laughs> uh what else happened that's all all the hockey teams lost Oh, oh no, 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 that's not all. This Ohio State thing, dude. Dwayne Haskins tweeted out a picture of him in a Giants jersey. Yeah. I want him now. I'm so simple-minded. You don't? No, I do. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. If an like, athlete that's... wants to be on a team, that's, like, really cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm all in. But... Because before I was like, 
Well, he wouldn't even be the top pick in this draft if Herbert went to the draft, right? right. Probably. So then, yeah, most likely. But then, uh, so then, like, you can't. I was having a conversation with Rusty, who was asking me, should the Giants trade all this stuff to move up from six to three so they can get Haskins? And I was like, well, that sounds kind of silly because before Herbert was uh, staying, Haskins was the second to be picked. Right. So now that Herbert's staying and the field is worse, doesn't mean you should give up more for a worse field. It just didn't compute with my incredibly business-savvy brain. But... Now, Dwayne Haskins, he's from the Bay, uh, I was going to say the Bay Area because that's where uh, somewhere else I lived. He's from the Garden State. He's from New Jersey. Right. He says, don't let me go back to the crib. Don't let me go back to the crib. Don't let me. You don't want that. You don't want this smoke. And the picture, whoever photoshopped the picture of him, it was a good pick, man. Picture's he was on good. the run. He was making a throw on the run. It was good. Now I kind of want. Haskins, I'm all in. Yeah, he wants to be here. Bring him in. Yeah, and b- essentially by tweeting that, I mean he guarantees that he's going to be a top seven pick. So smart move. <laughs> yeah. It, do you think this hurts the Giants? Like they wish he didn't. Like we were going to take you anyway, dude. Don't make it tougher. No, because as a front office, you still can't take a player just because they tweeted a picture of themselves in your uniform. Um. I just tagged you. No, I'm saying. I just tagged you in a Twitter video. We're gonna have to talk about it in a second, but um, I I think there was a little uh, there there was an educated move behind this that Dwayne Haskins was like, yeah, I'm gonna rile up the people, and this is like there's nothing bad that comes out of that, like unless you're another team and that's like, so wait, would you not want to put in? Would you not want to be the quarterback of another pro football team? No, I think Dwayne would be fine with that. Yeah, I'm watching the video you sent. It's ridiculous. Are you excited? Clay gets swatted by a ghost and demands to know how the refs did not see this frightening act. But what does happen? The ball slips and he's act. So Clay goes up for a jump shot and the ball goes backwards, like slips out of his hands and then he's complaining, but nothing touched the ball. Do you, what if that, I'm thinking this was a ghost, man. Yeah. If he thinks someone touched that ball. I don't know why you're fighting If he thinks someone touched that ball, if that's how it felt to him, which it clearly looks like it did, but no one touched the ball, that's a ghost. Yeah. Fuck. What the hell happened in this clip? Him, him arguing with the ref after is really good. Well, it's genuine. It seems like a genuine <laughs> argument. I mean, what was uh, what what was the what was the Netflix scary movie we liked the the, the haunting of Hill House, yeah, haunting of Hill House, haunting yeah. of Clay's house, haunting of Clay's house, yeah. All right, uh, ooh, nice. Anyway, let's go. Let's move on to the national news. You ready for it? You think so? Yeah. All right. Couple NFL head coaches getting hired. The Buccaneers finalized deal to hire Bruce Arians 
because he's got a great resume and he's been to Super Bowls and so experienced, well thought out, well respected throughout the league. And he's even going to bring in Todd Bowles to be his defensive coordinator, one of the most respected defensive coaches in the league before he took on the Jets. They're a really good coaching duo. The Arizona Cardinals expected to hire Cliff Kingsbury because he's hot. Zion, career high, 30 points against Wake. Watch that game, Jim, and I wasn't impressed with him. Weird. Uh, yeah, and I guess we should give our Albert a shout-out the other day. St. Saint- John's got ranked this week. Hey, the Johnnies, they just lost. They won't be ranked next week. Boom. Was there sarcasm in your voice with Bruce Arians and Todd Bowles, or is that genuine? No, it's genuine, man. People preach about Arians. He did so much with Arizona, and they had such, like, little talent. He had he had old Kurt Warner after he'd been washed up from the Giants, and they did really good things. Um, And... Yeah, and even with Carson Palmer, like, that team always overachieved. He's, like, an offensive innovator. He's so well-respected in the league. They get him. Um, he was at the point where, like, he could have retired and been good, so he could have taken whatever job situation he wanted. He gets Bulls coming off the Jets. Um, watch out for the Bucks, and that's going to be... Who's their quarterback? Is it Winston? Are they staying? I mean, with him? it's still Jameis for now. I mean, they're going to say that at least until they either trade for someone or draft someone. But it's it's Jameis, and I I think Arians can fix him up. And I think the biggest thing is I I think it's going to be like massive culture shock in Tampa. Like it was like Jameis, Deshaun Jackson. They had these young coaches, and it I think they were trying to be one of the cool young teams, and like everything backfired. And I think Arians is just going to come in and be like, no, we're, yeah. we're here to play football. I was football. actually going to ask, like, they need to, they need to, if they're smart, they need to go find some, like, wide receiver coaches or some young guys that aren't, don't have to be authoritative because Arians and Bulls will be the boring, professional, right. tight-lipped, like, no little clubhouse, locker room presence coaches, but good. I'm not knocking it. But then you need some assistance to, like, be friendly, make some jokes, liven up the room. Right. Uh, well, no, I like, think a- Arians has a little bit of that side to him, but it's like you just don't, you don't, you wouldn't cross him, like ever. Yeah, yeah. You, well, he needs to get the respect up, so it's it's not. I think like he's already what got I'm it. Thinking. He's already there. That's what. I, well, that, that's what I'm saying. I. That's like like he can't. He's got that personality, but he doesn't tap into it because he knows that he has to do like the respectful thing. So you need to get some younger guys that can be like fuck arounds because Todd Bowles is a, a nobody like personality. He doesn't talk Todd. You think he makes jokes in the clubhouse or like has ever had a friendly conversation? I think with he can. I think he got nervous being the Jets head coach. I think all, every coach now when they get to the, they get to where they get by being themselves and then they want to be Bill Belichick. And guess what? You're not Bill Belichick. He's a fucking weirdo. Yeah. And it's an all-in-act from Belichick, too. Mangini struggled with that. Yeah. The Jets. Yeah. They just, they they get to this highest pinnacle of sports by being themselves and working their tails off. Pardon my French for saying tails. Um, And then, yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, Popovich. 
Belichick. Those guys, ah, they don't they don't even talk. It's like, who cares? Do you? Do you, man? Well, that's why I'm excited that Cliff went to uh, Arizona. I don't think I think he would have been in a bad spot if he tried to come to the Northeast. Because like you said, we don't care about attractiveness over here. He's getting fired. No one gives a fuck in New York. He's getting fired he after just, one just season. Pro- just just produce. <laughs> I'm excited to see it now. I'm excited to see it now. He, he fits Arizona and the West Coast way more than the East Coast because he's a pretty boy. He's getting fired. There, Rosen isn't. So, I mean, it's a couple moving parts here, but I don't think Kingsbury's a good coach. I have no idea why he got hired. I'm, I'm glad I saw some, a, a bunch of ESPN pundits starting to come in and be like, wait, didn't he get fired from Tech? What are we doing? Um, and I don't think Rosen is that good of a quarterback, and I think their roster's still a mess. I mean, unless they have an incredible draft. And he, no, Kingsbury will be successful if he brings in a Wade Phillips type like Sean McVay has. Um, someone that's just like an NFL lifer that's immediately respected, was always half a step away from being a good head coach, but they couldn't do it. Like Norv Turner, Wade Phillips, those guys. Hell, Cliff, bring in Rex Ryan. Let's make it a party. Let's make it a hot boy party. <laughs> That'd be good. Bring in Rob Ryan then if you want. A lot of want, sexy like, feet. Dudes. Um. I don't know. Like, again, I'm not wishing anything bad on the guy, but if Cliff Kingsbury looked like me, he would not have the current Arizona Cardinals head coaching job. And people need to address that. If you if you were Cliff Kingsbury and you had the same exact resume, everything, but you were in your own skin, it's 99.9% chance you are not getting the job. Yeah, because I don't have the confidence that comes with being super good looking. No, you can even have the confidence. It's just you have to look like <laughs> Kingsbury, Gosling. Um, I mean, uh, maybe Jim from The Office. I mean, even that's pushing it. Like, I think he might get ousted. <laughs> How come you weren't impressed with Zion? It was, I guess, looking back, it was a weird game. Like, Wake Forest was in it, in it for... The half, they kind of let up a little run before the half, and then it was just gone. I guess he he made three out of four threes, which is like a whole thing with him. Like, will he ever be able to shoot? It's a whole Ben Simmons thing going on in the NBA right now. Um, they weren't the prettiest. They went in. The one he missed didn't get rim. It was it was just backboard. Um, so I think that was a little fluky. He, I mean, he's really good. He's, he's really good. I, I guess I get why some people still have some questions because I guess the the few pro bodies he'll run into the in the NBA he might struggle but I mean don't take that bet like he still looks still looks really good the uh, dude the the Barrett dude on their team is also really good he does he does ridiculous NBA moves that guys like in college shouldn't be doing do they they play together well or is it a is it a one on one on five? Yeah, no, I think that's again? that's what Coach K's perfected. He's he's gotten down the whole speech. Like, come in for a year. You're I, that's that's where Calipari has messed up. Is that a couple of the Kentucky guys came through, and Calipari has had them like, oh, you know, you're 
Uh, like Anthony Davis wasn't allowed, or Carl Anthony Towns wasn't allowed to shoot three-point shots. He's like, oh, well, you're here. You're going to play like a big man. This is college basketball. Do that. Coach K is just like, yo, come come through and ball for a year. Like, you guys you guys just have to pass and play team basketball, and I promise you're going to get yours uh, with four of the other best players in the, the country, and that's what they're doing. So I, I will say that Works. that's – if if you haven't fully watched Zion, the part that is impressive, I mean, he he can't handle the ball like young LeBron did, but he he can handle it, and he does like to pass and stuff, which is half the battle. The dunk he threw down on Sunday or Saturday, yeah, was impressive. Yeah, I uh, like threw it down with authority. Like the ball went through the hoop at probably sixty miles per hour. Did you did you watch the clip of that video that was? It it was probably like thirty seconds, and it showed like five different angles. Um, but one of the angles no. was his teammate is on the other way, the other end of the court. So it's like camera other end of the court. You see Zion across the court. He's doing the three, you know, three sixty dunk or whatever it was. And one of his teammates is closer on the other end of the court, and Zion goes up to dunk, and his teammate goes up to like dunk with him. <laughs> That's that's a pretty cool look. I'll I'll see if I could track it down. Like when you're feeding a baby and you open your mouth too. Is that kind of situation? Um, a little bit. I I've heard cleaner comparisons, but I'm not gonna say no. Well, you haven't fed any babies recently. No, man. Not even close to feeding any babies recently. Calling it. That is halftime. That's the end of sports until we do Jake's bet of the day at the end of the show. Jake, computer's struggling. I got to get you a new computer. Yeah, I think so. It's, uh, I mean, it's putting up a good fight. Old, old Bessie takes a little bit to get warm. And, uh, yeah, I mean, no, it's fine. I just, you know, I can't click anything. You froze on me when you were talking about Zion. So The last Zion. We'll see how it comes but out. Then it I got audio over here. Yeah, I was talking through it because I was like, oh, he's frozen. And then you came back totally natural. Yeah. I was like, okay. Oh, yeah, I get some of that over here. One way frozen. I got a halftime show here. I'm going to give you some numbers. We got two, four, or eight. What do you want? Two. Okay, here's halftime show number two. Halftime here at John Boy and Jake Radio. We got a special treat for you guys in the crowd. You probably saw his act in Milwaukee. We've got Jimmy O'Brien cracking his knuckles into the microphone. Jimmy! Oh, that'll make you sick, folks. And that's the halftime show. Let's let's kick it. <laughs> all right. That was the halftime show today. A little knuckle crackling. Good times all around. Was, Jake doesn't like that. That was like the last thing I needed. He does not like the knuckle cracking sound. Uh, I've already got my my stomach's already fighting me today. That's tough. It's tough. All right. Go into the news. I read the news today, oh boy. And though the news was rather sad, well, I just had to laugh. Well, it's six o'clock. Time for the news. A Photoshop gaffe embarrasses the Australian Prime Minister when it leaves him standing with two left feet. 
Robotic dildos have been barred from a tech showcase prompting sexism claims. A woman died after becoming trapped in a clothes donation bin. Four roosters are in custody in Michigan after a brief foot chase with the police. Police are searching for a prowler who spent three hours licking a doorbell at a stranger's home. A Florida man found with syringes in his buttocks says, those aren't mine. A man tried to hypnotize an elephant to show off for a group of tourists. The elephant crushed him to death in front of them. And a teacher was busted for masturbating in class with the students present. I read the news today, oh boy. A lot of these, a lot of these fit into that, oh boy. Yeah. Some some days I, I check the news, I'm like, what's new today? And it's... Oh, nothing happened. We're going to have to do some uh, work to make these worthwhile talking about. And then days like today come. I don't even know where to fucking start, man. There's a lot of things here that are crazy. You tell me. Uh, anyway, first, let's this Australian prime minister, the Photoshop guy messed up, left him with two left feet. Right. He's embarrassed. How does he think people that born with two left feet feel now? Yeah. You know? Don't don't. Oh, you're embarrassed because you have two left feet? Think of all your constituents that have two left feet, you rude person. So let's... Maybe help them out in your plight. This is like a family photo? I don't know. I didn't look at it. Yeah, but, I um, don't... I don't understand why like he should be embarrassed. It's like, oh, the Photoshop guy messed up. Photoshop guy should be embarrassed. Yeah. And it's like, why? Um... Really odd. Yeah, it's like a family portrait. It's him, his wife, dog, two daughters. And uh, yeah, it's just like obviously so weird that the natural picture is so much better. Um, I mean, I'm I'm sorry the Australian prime minister had to go through this. Yeah, me too. Me too. Me too. I want to talk about the woman who died in the uh, clothes, the donation bin, but I don't know if this is too dark for you because it involves death. No, man, I, I've got no qualms of death. I mean, this is a tough way to die. So a Canadian woman has been found dead after she became partially trapped inside a clothing donation box in Toronto. We all know the boxes, the big metal boxes. You open up the little door and you throw the, your clothes in, right? Uh, the death, which police believe was unintentional, follows a string of similar fatal incidents. Several nonprofits have removed their bins, and some have called for a newer, safer way to drop off donations. Um... The bins have teeth to prevent theft, but people can easily get caught in them. So they're saying that there's no foul play involved. And um, this 45-year-old woman like crawled into the donation bin in an attempt to steal clothes or just wanted to check out a, what's inside the donation bin. And then got trapped inside and couldn't get out. Yeah. And that's terrifying to think about. But also, like, why are you crawling into a donation bin? Well, Jimmy, and that's where I, yeah, I don't want to go, you, you, you were worried about the dark place. And th this doesn't have a ton of it. I mean, this is bad. You, you got stuck in a bin as a human and you die. I mean, Darwin. Like, Darwin has this Darwinism. one. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, Hopefully, maybe she found some sweet clothes in there. I will say, Jimmy, this isn't the first case. This does happen, like, annually. 
So it's got to be theft then. People are looking to steal stuff from the bins. I guess so, but like, is the solution leaving in a device that kills people one time a year? Maybe. Maybe Darwin has it. <laughs> if you're dumb enough to crawl into this, I mean, maybe they just got to put signs, don't crawl in, you'll get trapped and you'll die. You will die in this bin. Um, so, uh, so many people have gotten <laughs> stuck and died. How many people have gotten stuck, but they have a cell phone on them, and then they have to make a very embarrassing call? I'm inside the donation bin. <laughs> I, I'll take embarrassing call over death all day. Um, oh, yeah. I, th- I think mm-hmm. this is extremely important now, Jimmy, because of how popular this Marie-, Marie Kondo is becoming. Who's Marie Kondo? She's She has the new Netflix show or whatever it is. That it's, oh, Tidying Up? Yeah. Yeah, I want to watch that. Yeah. So I mean, people people across the country are now watching her to, you know, tidy up their clothes and you know re refresh their lives. Marie Kondo could have killed this woman. She's been uh, that tidying up show that's all about that. She talks about rolling your shirts and your stuff before you put them in your drawers sure. or folding them. I've been on the roll game since two thousand four. You've been a roller. I've seen that. I roll all my shit. Much easier to find. Much easier. How about these roosters in Michigan? <laughs> Cockadoodle, don't. You're under arrest. Ooh. That's, <laughs> Ooh. That's, the, that's, the, that's the first line of this news story. Who wrote this news story? I want to give their name a shout out. That's a fantastic first line. Um, Ken Haddad. <laughs> Cockadoodle, don't. You're under arrest. That's what we imagine was said to four roosters who were found in the road near I-696. The roosters, who have not been identified, were originally found near 10 Mile Road. Ooh, two miles away from Eminem. After being reported to police, animal control ended up coming onto the scene to get the roosters out of the road. That's when everything went south, like birds do in winter. Ooh, Ken's having a lot of fun with this article. Officers were able to corral two of the roosters, probably the less athletic ones. No spring chicken, that's for sure. Now he's having too much fun. But the other two made a run for it. One rooster was caught after a short foot chase. The fourth rooster tried to jump a fence but was caught. We're happy to report all four roosters are safe. We're told the roosters won't face charges but may find, be fined for trying to ruffle too many feathers. Wow. A little cooped up once in a while. We all feel a little cooped up in once in a while. Okay, so that was a fun article for Ken to write for the uh, Click on Detroit website. Let that be a lesson. For anyone that enjoys good puns, Ken nailed it with the first one. Cockadoodle yes. don't. Yeah. Home run. Cockadoodle don't. You're under arrest. Don't is just out of the park. That'll make you yeah. laugh. That'll make grandma laugh. That'll make a kid laugh. That is 10 out of 10, a win for Ken Haddad. By the time. We get through spring chicken and birds going south in the winter. I mean, he's he's begging to get caught in a donation bin. Yeah, he, he ruined it. He, no, he blew it up. If you open with that killer cock-a-doodle don't, you get one at the end. You, you get the one he used at the end, which was, uh, you know, ruffling too many feathers or whatever. You get one more, and he just blew it. He ends up with, what, five bird puns in here? Get out of here, Canada. Uh, 
get, get, I mean, I'm with you. I like the story, and then I like the opening, and now I hate all of th- everything about it. Yeah, and that's on you. So write your letters to Ken Haddad. Two D's in the middle. Forty-five, ten mile. Ad- no, that's not an address. Say, hey, cockle-doodle, don't. You use too many puns. Don't be a cockle-doodle dipshit. Ooh. Ken. All right, we gotta we gotta talk about this doorbell knob licker. Mm. Dude spent three hours licking a doorknob, and there's video of it, and he's just tonguing it. Um, you, well, I'll put it on the Instagram. I think this one will go on the Instagram sure. five time. But but uh, yeah, man, it's uh pretty weird. Police are trying to track down a man who spent three hours licking a doorbell at a California home, not an apartment complex, like a home. I thought I'd seen it all, but this takes to cake. Javier Estrada told K-I-O-N. Uh, and that's really all they know, right? They don't know who these guys were. They weren't home at the time, but their children were inside the house sleeping. Mm. Whoa, that's weird. How old are the kids? If you're calling them children, I feel like they're young, and then the parents weren't home. That's something to look into. Uh, Maybe we like a, what, surprised a 14 and a 10? Yeah. Courtney, Courtney would have watched you at what? Corny was probably watching us at 12, but it was different times back in the 90s. Eh, I think with kids, I think with your own kids watching your own kids, that's that's a prerogative thing, and it's like, it depends on yeah, the kids, too. I don't know if we had doorbell liquors back then. Uh, homeowner Sylvia said, you kind of laugh about it afterwards because technically he didn't harm anybody, and he didn't break anything. It's like, yeah, but he went to fucking town on your doorbell. Yo, he's like, have you watched the video? Oh, yeah. He's in all different, pos- he's in all different positions, and he's just like licking. Yeah, it's licking, drugs. Licking. That's called drugs. Yeah, I know. But it's also like, do you think he knows he did this? Is he going to wake up tomorrow and see it on the news and be like, whoa, that's me? Say that again? I did that? Do you think he knows he did this, or do you think he was in like a drug? Oh, he knows now. State? He didn't know at the time. So when he woke up and watched the footage, whoa, some freak licked the doorknob for three hours straight. Oh, yeah. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. I was just on my couch tripping acid. Oh, shit. No, I did lick the doorknob. That's, that's me. I licked that. Oh, my God. And then a little bit, there's a little sense of pride because, like, yeah, I fucking licked that doorbell for three hours straight. Yeah. How has he video? not been identified? Like, with social media and everything? I don't know. I hope that I hope. He's licked. Do you think this is his first first doorbell licking? Oh, you're curious if he's a serial doorknob licker. Um, he's he's clearly a serial licker. Like this dude licks stuff. He clearly does lick stuff, and he's enjoying. Because to have the tongue muscles to do that for three hours straight, and, and like the jaw muscles, is impressive. Like he's been working those out for years. Yeah. Yeah, maybe maybe he doesn't have a video camera and he was trying to show his girl that he's got strong tongue game. Mm-hmm. So he's like, I've got this. This is going to be harmless. Yeah. I'll just lick, you know. I, I saw this guy installing his, uh, his doorbell video camera the other week and I'll just go ham on that. Yeah, never any hard pushes. Otherwise, he would have rung the doorbell and the kids would have heard it inside the house. Right. Wow. Good. Interesting technique. Uh, uh, Florida man <laughs> says the syringes found in his rectum were not his. They're not. Those aren't mine. 
Someone must have put those in my butt, and you should probably find that guy. Now, Jimmy, I want you to think about this for more than a second. Okay. You you go into the chiropractor later today. They give you a call, and they're actually like, yo, we're, we love John Boy Jake Radio. Like, come in. We'll, we'll fix that bad boy. And you're like, oh, that's awesome. Thank you. So they're, they're doing some basic tests. And then a bunch of syringes fall out of your rectum. What are you going to say? I must have sat on something weird. You're going to say those aren't mine. Yeah. So you're, you're essentially the same as this guy. Essentially. He was going into jail. He had been arrested on drug charges. And they caught him, and they were going into jail, and they were like, all right, let's check you out. And then some syringes were up his butt. Yeah, there's there's one common theme from the past two stories. Drugs. Drugs. What about this one? Man tries to hypnotize elephant, and he is crushed to death in front of onlookers. Now, is this too dark for you? Because there's video of him getting crushed to death, and it's pretty weird. The elephant's so casual about it. Yeah, I mean, I don't love that, I, and I'm not, I'm not sure why I should. And I mean, what's, what's uh, the joke? This is a show about joke. What's the joke here? Oh, I love backfires, man. This dude saw a group of tourists and was like, oh, you want to see something cool? I'll go hypnotize that elephant. Acted like he was going to put on a huge show. Now, I'm not rooting death on anyone, but I don't like people that act like they can hypnotize people or do magic tricks or, you know, make silly hats out of air balloons. I don't. I don't like when people come to my bar, my party, and try to think that they're on a stage now. Right. So I'm not saying he deserved to die. If the elephant just gave him one bitch slap with its trunk, I'd be so excited. The elephant took it too far. But it's an all-time backfire, which is a theme on John Boy and Jake Radio. Yeah, I... the, The hypnotized part is really weird. They said he was drunk, so there you go. Drugs. Yeah, drugs. Drugs. Uh, This reminded me of a story that I can tell is there's a blowhole in Australia, which is, you know, there's a hole in the rock formation on the side of the cliffs, and when waves come in, the pressure blows the water straight up like a whale's back or whatever. And it's a tourist site. You go see it. So we would bring people that came to visit us in Australia to go see this blowhole. And one time we went, and there was these drunk kids. Um, They're probably like 18 to 20 now that I think about it, but I was nine years old at the time and they were drunk and they were going, it's fenced off because they, people can fall into the hole and die. Right. And these guys climbed over the fence. They were clearly like drunk and doing funny shit and thinking they were cool. And they were climbing. They were looking down into the hole, which is super scary. And then they were like laughing and joking. People were like, Hey, get back. And they thought they were too cool for school. And uh, eventually the wave came while this guy was standing there and it blew his arm right out of his socket. Clean out. Clean out. And now this drunk guy who was like being a daredevil and risking it and crazy was screaming in agony and pain. And his friends had to like help him back to the van and they had to drive off and like try and fix his arm. Like they could have just popped it back in, but I think they were just so scared. But that was an all-time backfire that I witnessed live. That's what this was. I had no idea where this was from or where you were going. Group of tourists, local guy, trying to be impressive and do something cool, backfires. Okay. Yeah, now I know. I had no idea. I was was hunting through the sheet. I was like, what are you talking about right now? But yeah, no, nice story.
Nice backfire story. Yeah. And I'll remember it forever because his scream, like I thought he was going to die because I, I already known that people had died in that blowhole. And so I was scared as hell watching this. And then right. uh, the, the power of the wave to knock his arm out of a socket is also crazy. Yep. Nature. So if you're ever in Australia, go to that blowhole. It's cool. It's cool. And uh, the last thing on this list is a teacher busted for masturbating in class with students present. Can't do that. Simple. That's a simple. Can't do that. It's tough. The the stuff they put on the no list these days. <laughs> uh, that was funny, Jake. Oh, my God. Let's, Did you see the picture of him? Of the masturbator? Yeah. No, I'm going to click it now. He's the guy the who picture. masturbates in front of his class. Okay, I'm excited. Uh, it's loading. It's Oh, yeah. Well. Look how sad he is. Yeah, I did it. His forehead is huge. Giant head. He looks like his his... His whole head and hair look like a hockey helmet, like on top of his normal head. Yeah, it's 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 obtuse. It's and just that face he's giving the camera. It's like, you want to know what? Yeah, I did it. And I've thought about it for 10 years and I snapped and I do it again. And I'm sorry about it, but it happened. And if we all just moved on. He was a substitute teacher, so. (laughs) Tough. <laughs> That's a fun rumor that goes around that high school. Oh, yeah, we used to have a sub that fucking jerked off in front of us. Yeah, bad look. Yeah. All right, let's skip T-Quad and go into Jake's. Do you have a bet of the day for today, a new one? The bet of the day. Play, this, play, play your, the fight song. All right, Jake. Better the day. Let's see what you got. That Let's. Today's game is, is today, right? You like you like that song, huh? It's just bitching. There's no other way to say it. I've used it for mascot matchups last two weeks too, so it's good. I bet Evan from Evan and Co likes that song. We'll have to we'll have to reach out and we'll find inquire. out. We'll inquire. We'll have him tweet at us. Um, and we should we should get all of our followers to just start following Evan. Yeah, we should, sure. easy we should Mac. throw him into the limelight. It's easy underscore Mac, right? I have an underscore Mac. I don't know. He's he's about to find out. If your name easy. is Albert, you have to follow Evan. Easy underscore Mac. So Chris Chris Mac Porzingis. And if your name is Philip, you have to leave a five star review today. Ooh, sorry, Phillips. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna audible. I mean, I still like my Temple Owls. But I, I just no, audible. I can't do it as the lock of the day. Yeah. Jimmy. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it in the AAC like I thought I was. Tulane versus South Florida. Tulane versus South Florida. South Florida is favored by nine and a half points. Uh Tulane is bad. They're four and ten. They're probably the worst team in the American. USF is 11 and 3. They just beat my Huskies. I like the way they look. Um, they're doing it a different way instead of because they're USF and they've been terrible. They recruited a bunch of um, like transfers. 
So if you get a bunch of transfers to buy in, now you've got a motivated and more talented squad than you'd normally have. USF minus nine and a half lock of the day. So who are you taking? South Florida, USF over Tulane, nine and a half points. They're going to cover? Oh, yeah. Win? Okay, let me see if I like this or hate this. So Tulane is coming off of four losses in a row. Yep. Four losses in a row. Okay, have they met already this season? No. No. Conference play just started. Two lanes coming off four losses, and South Florida is coming off. South Florida beat your Huskies. Yep. And they lost to Tulsa. At Tulsa. Mm. Tough environment. They're going to be hungry. Okay. So you're thinking South. Why is uh, Tulane's favored? No, South Florida's favorite, baby. Oh, okay. So, and they're going to beat them by nine. Nine and a half or more. Okay. And um, it's in the Sun Dome. It is in the Yingling Center. Which apparently is, that, is where is that... South Florida plays. Which is hilarious oh, I... that a, an arena in Tampa is sponsored by a Pennsylvania beer, but... Yeah, they're going nationwide. All right, I am with you, Jake. Oh, you're an idiot. But we're <laughs> both going to wake up undefeated tomorrow. And now I'm so excited to see what happens in Houston Temple. Yep, I am with you that South Florida is going to win by nine or more points. Bet your house on South Florida tonight. Unless they're going to lose, then do not bet your houses. Temple has to wait for a... Or Tulane has to wait for a home game to break out of this skid they're in. They've lost four straight. They're unmotivated. You're on the road at the Yingling Center. Yeah, they're not going to go in... To another guy's, they're gonna wait till we're at home and be like, "All right, let's dust that off. We're yeah. home now. Let's start winning." So this is kind of like go through the motions just till we get back to our safe haven. So we're yeah, drink South couple, Florida's got it. Drink a couple yingers before the game. Nice, South Florida's got it. That is the bet of the day, and hopefully this one doesn't get rained out like the uh, Tulane game or the Temple game last night. There you go. There we go. I think that's it, Jake. I think that's it. We, uh, yeah, we're at a, we're at an hour in, so perfect. All right, tomorrow is Thursday, Thirsty Thursday, nineteen eighty nine. Do we do anything special on Thursdays? We do not. We do the same show we do every day. Hopefully, the news stories are as crazy as they were today. That was fun. Uh, let us know what games you're watching tonight, and what are you watching, Jake? Is there anything on? You can never talk me into a bet of the day. Um, well, I like I told you, I'm all. I'm all excited about Temple Houston now. Um, we'll see what else is on Thursday. It was um, or no, today's Wednesday. Jeez, it was uh, I will. It's funny, and this is one of those like how the world turns kind of things. Like last night was the best college basketball slate I'd seen on a weeknight this year, and it was because college football just ended. And it's just keep yep. the baton moving. We're all just sheep. That is true. Do the Knicks play? Uh, no, they just played back-to-back. 
front, nice. back, right. side to side. Cool. Maybe I'll watch a show then. I'll watch some television tonight. Sounds pretty nice, Jim. Read some books. I don't know. All right. See you guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for everything. This is some share taking you into the rest of your day. Thanks for watching live, guys. We'll see you later.